I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Stop thinking. Let things happen. Be the ball. Be the ball. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Visit Superbook.com. Chris McMonagall. on the air. McMonagall here with you. And they wonder why I want them to break. They wonder, what do you mean? Are you busting my shoes about a break? That's right. The enhancer needs a break. It's the Bridge Show. McMonagall here with you. It's 636. You know what that means. The Bridge Show. Not a lot of time, but plenty of action. As we get ready for an action-packed Monday night, we got the Mets in a pennant race with Scherzer back on the mound. We got two, count them, two Monday night football games but we're still basking in the glow of an unbelievable Sunday, aren't we? Yeah, we're excited about that Met game. Sure, everybody loves Monday Night Football. But us New York sport fans had quite the weekend, and, and particularly, yes, Aaron Judge continues to hit home runs, and you love it, and you can't wait for him to break this record and hit 60-some-odd home runs. The guy's incredible. Yes, the Mets are in a tight nip-and-tug pennant race with the Atlanta Braves, but the football teams have a season. Miraculously enough, we love September baseball seasons. The Yankees... Although they fall flat in the postseason, typically give them to us. The Mets, not so much, but this year having an unbelievable season and are in a September baseball pennant push. But as likely as it should be, we do not have enough of actual, still breathing, alive football seasons in September. And miraculously enough, we do. With an incredible jet win, with a come-from-behind victory, you know everything that happened. We don't need to go over it again. It's already 6.30 the next day. We know what a miraculous win it was for the Jets. We know the heroics, the onside kick, the whole nine, the breaking the September losing streak, finding a way to get a win in a game that was absolutely a loss, a game the Jets lose a million times over the last 10 years and never win You're waiting. You got now people, uh, Beningo saying Flacco should start every game from now until kingdom come. We're still waiting on Wilson. That's it's it's a whole different feel with the Bengals coming in next week or playing the Bengals next week. It's an exciting time for the Jets. That's a huge win. I thought it was a great week for the coach, too. Let's be honest. All right. Maybe they didn't do anything spectacular coaching-wise. I thought the offensive coordinator finally had a great game plan after a horrendous week one where they, you know, Joe Flacco was a statue and everything looked horrendous. They actually moved the ball. They used Garrett Wilson, who looks incredible. Uh, you know, Flacco threw for a ton of yardage. 
forget all the nonsense the Browns gave you. Absolutely true. What the, the Jets needed to still do, move the football, score touchdowns, recover onside kicks, not make the big mistake. Those are all things the Jets have been prone to do, and they were able to avoid them, make big plays, use different players, move up and down the field at times, score plenty of points to su- supplement a bad defensive performance where they got run all over by the Browns. But I thought it was a good week for the coach because of the nonsense about the receipts. He was under siege for a week. And yes, in the game, I don't think he did anything fantastic. I don't think he made any great moves. Uh, But he didn't win the game for them on the field necessarily. But all week long, they were under siege. This team was under siege. He was under siege for his comments. And you can tell, by the way, when this team scored those touchdowns, when this team made that rally back, they're behind this coach. They are 100% behind this coach. And he had a team that didn't give up. A team that, yes, it took breaks to win. Yes, a team that's down 13 points with a minute and 55 seconds left and staring uh, uh, an 0-2 season in the face. And they came off the deck, and they came, and they played, and they took the opportunities when presented to them. And Flacco and offense and company were able to make plays happen. And this coach, coming off the week he had, if they lose that game by 13 points... If they never make this comeback, if they go quietly into the night against the Browns, this is an impossible week heading into a game against the Bengals where they're coming off uh, uh, another loss, defending AFC champions 0-2, looking to try and get right and get revenge on a Jets team that beat them last year. This would have been a week of could the season be over. And instead, you're looking at one and one off the deck, forgetting about receipts, moving on to the next week, and stabilizing this team. Now, can they beat the Bengals? I don't know. Probably not. Everything I just said about the Bengals is probably true, and I think it's going to be a tough week for the Jets. But still, feeling much better and like there's a season. And let me just get to the Giants real quick as we're talking about it, because I was there, as we talked about on the show. I was on the sidelines, and the building was different from the minute I walked in it. I mean, there was an absolute feel. New coach, we've had that before. How many times? Every two years, the Giants have a new coach. New GM, can't do worse than the last one. But the feeling besides that, the team had one win, one good win against a very good team in Tennessee, a solid team that's lost some offensive weapons. They're probably going to get pounded tonight by Buffalo. But a solid team was number one in the AFC last year, a solid team with a good head coach and a running back that's, as good as it gets in the NFL. And they were able to shut them down, and within one win, showing up in that building, one call-out from a defensive coordinator who everybody loves because he's throwback wink, and he's going to come after you, he's going to throw the kitchen sink at you, one little shout-out to let's get the fans going, that building was different. It was a, it was really unbelievable. And off the fumble on the kickoff, from the first play of the game, they were, they force and recover a fumble on the kickoff, and the place felt different, and there was hope the Giants could win. I, they're playing a lousy team in the Panthers. They're playing a lousy quarterback in Baker Mayfield. My God, he was awful. He missed throws all over the building. So did, so did the Giants quarterback. And, and that's part of it, too. Both of these teams, even though we're in the enthusiasm, both of these teams are severely flawed. I th- you saw more out of the Jets, to be quite honest with you. I know it took a miracle, but you saw more out of the Jets than you did from the Giants. The offense was hideous. The two first halves of these two first games of the season have been putrid. You couldn't get anything even going with Barkley. Nothing was going right the first half. If it wasn't for the first, first two tur- turnovers, the Giants aren't even in that game. But that doesn't matter. 
It doesn't even matter because they found a way to win. They didn't make the bad plays. They didn't make the mistake. The Giants have been prone. If you really look at it, there's really not much of a difference. I mean, you could argue the roster last year's team was probably better than the roster on this year's team. The difference was they made the critical mistake. They went off sides on the field goal. They would throw the uh, critical interception. They would make the bad penalty at the wrong time. They would drop a pass when the game was on their hands. And so far, in two weeks, they've made every play they've had to just to squeak by and get a win. And it's good enough for us to have a season. And you'll love what the coach is doing. Not only does he scream in the quarterback's face in week one, but he takes the entire offense on the side. I happen to be right there. He takes the whole offense on the side and reads them the riot. He is not complacent. Kenny Galladay doesn't want to practice hard. Kenny Galladay doesn't want to be a part of this team. Then he's not going to play. It's that simple. This coach is absolutely doing everything you want to do. They're building a roster. They're working out things while they're winning. And the feeling and excitement around the fan base and on that team, it's 2-0 heading into a Monday night against the Cowboys without Dak Prescott coming off a win against the Bengals, an impressive win. This is a huge Monday night game a week from tonight, a huge game, where if the Giants go 3-0, and folks, that's half a year. I hate to say it that way. I hate to be the kind of pessimistic, giant, jet, New York sports football fan, but that's where I'm at. If the Giants go 3-0 and as a Giant fan, you can look forward to a legitimate season for half the season, possibly more than that. On a team with no expectations and a new regime and a year one rebuild where the GM practically told you don't expect anything. No expectations whatsoever. And here they are, poised to possibly go 3-0, and having an entire feeling around the team completely different from the fan base. The only problem is, is the way I see it, is they still have a problem with the most important piece of their team. Besides the owner, besides the general manager, besides the head coach, you need a quarterback. We all know it. And Daniel Jones still, yes, he made the big play on, on third down to ice the game. Yes, he has legs. Yes, he has athletic ability. Yes, he can make a play from time to time. But man, oh man, watching him play and watching this offense is an absolute slog at times. And they're going to have to play much better if this miracle of a season is going to continue. And the Jets are going to have to play much better defensively. We know this. The Jets are still waiting on their quarterback. Let's be honest. Does the season even start until Zach Wilson plays? It could have ended. The season could have ended before Wilson even took the field. Thankfully, you stem the tide with a big win and a big come-from-behind miracle win against the Browns, and that's what it's done. You're not really looking to, you're not looking to play Flacco the rest of the way. I don't care how good he's looked. The minute Wilson can play, you play him. The season doesn't start till then. And thankfully, what you've bought here is the ability to have the season not be over before your quarterback even makes it to the field. Because this season is predicated on who Zach Wilson is. There's no doubt in my mind. That's what this Jet season is about. It's about having a competent season. It's about winning some football games. It's about being ready to make that jump next year into being a really good football team. You're seeing the weapons right now, even with Flacco. You know, Wilson looked incredible out there the other night. Uh, yesterday, excuse me. Garrett Wilson looked great. Some of the different weapons they have. I mean, broken plays. Both guys coming out of the backfield. You can see it. The defense took a step back. As, as far as the rushing game in particular, but you could see this thing moving forward. And if Zach Wilson can prove to be the guy, now you're ready to take this season, have a good year, build upon next year. What you couldn't do is be 0-4, 1-3 at worst, 
looking like the season's probably over before Zach Wilson gets a chance to get going because I'm sure there's going to take some time to get him rolling. And so that win was huge for the Jets and their season and having it still alive when Wilson gets ready to play. And for the Giants, 2-0 and and a complete different feeling around this team that has just had everything go wrong. I mean, they... How many years now? It's famous, including uh, Gano for the kicker for the Giants now has been great. When he was with Carolina, hitting 62-yard field goals to beat the Giants. Or the Washington game when they're off sides on a missed kick. Or a myriad of different things that have gone absolutely against the Giants. And in the first two weeks, they they get a a missed 47-yard field goal to win a game. And then they outplay a a bad Carolina team and just figure out a way to make enough plays down the stretch, no critical mistakes, no interceptions, even though Jones threw one right in the hands at the end of the half, no no, no major turnovers, no mistakes, clean, crisp football, and just figure out a way to beat someone 19-16. So that was a great day, a great day, and we're hoping for a great Monday night from the Mets. And Aaron Judge continues to hit home runs, and that's where we are. And that's the New York sports scene wrapped up in a tight little box on what we call the Bridge Show. 6.53, McMonagall here with you on the Bridge Show. And, you know, I, I hate to, like, kind of do that a little bit. I threw it in there about Daniel Jones. I only got a few minutes here because uh, I'm happy. I'm excited as a Giant fan. It's 2-0, and and I think they're as good as anybody this side of uh, the Eagles who play tonight in their division. And if the Eagles lose tonight, you're looking at the Giants being in first place at 2-0 and all by their lonesome. Uh, and that's too early to get too excited about it. But I was there at the game on the field. Daniel Jones just it's it, he's just not the guy. I, I just I, I we haven't seen anything despite winning a couple games. I still don't I, I still haven't seen anything that really makes me feel very good about Daniel Jones. They've won two games. He made the play that won the game, can't argue it. But this offense just I know the wide receivers are in a complete mismatch. And who knows who's playing? It's a it's a workout position as the head coach goes, but as excited as I am, I still think the Giants will have a new co- uh, new quarterback next year. That's it for me, 654. Everybody, enjoy your evening. Enjoy the Met game. Enjoy the football right here on the station. Uh, thank you, Paul, I suppose, for playing all the spots and timing it out. You're the man. Lugie, have a good one. I'll see you. Take care. Everybody, have a good night. That's it for me on the Bridge Show. I'll catch you next week, but all week long as the in, uh, enhancer on Cardinal Row. Sports Radio 1019 FM. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.